You ready now, Ben? I'm ready. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Just So Jables film combine combine harvester. Yeah. Just So Jables. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Just So Jables film podcast with me, Traveller Jables. Me, Stationary Arcid. And me, somewhere in between, producer Ben, like Uh, lukewarm water. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, here at the Just So Jables podcast, we review a film, give you our live takes. We won't be uh, checking or comparing our reviews and making ourselves look clever. I think this film that we're watching has been out a couple of weeks now, but we've managed to avoid most spoilers or comments, well, I have anyway, reviews mm-hmm. or even hot takes, because, you know, I've been travelling. But um, you'll get our raw review straight after the film, and uh, hopefully you'll get an idea whether you want to watch it at the cinema or what would probably be on streaming by then. This week, we're going to be watching... Fast X. But before we get on to that, Benjamin, what did we watch last time? Well, it depends how your timeline works. So, technically, Batman 1989, but I think That's you're... That's non-canon. Ref- but I think you're referring to <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Indeed. So, our kid, how wrong did we get it? Right, well, I've had a look at a few of the critics who talked about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Obviously, there was a lot of chat about it. I've managed to look at a few well-regarded film critics. So, Eric Kane from Forbes said it was the best Marvel movie in years, emotionally powerful, wildly invented, often hilarious, a tour de force. So, obviously, very popular with Forbes. Guardian Wendy Eyed gave it four stars. This is for you, Ben, out of five stars. Five stars, okay. It balances a slightly overstuffed storyline with mischief, humour and the biggest of hearts, which I think kind of is around about where we feel it was, I think. And then Empire magazine, Helen O'Hara, no numbers, but she said it's imperfect, baggy in the middle, with monumental horror brushed aside for yet another quip, scrap or heart to heart, but it is a return to form for the MCU tear-jerking and heartwarming in equal measure. So yeah. I think on the whole, it feels to me like we're kind of around that around, sort of sphere, around. aren't we? Not perfect. We didn't, you know, we didn't think it was perfect, did no, we? But we didn't did. think it was rubbish. Even Ben didn't think it was rubbish. I disagree with that first review about it being the best Marvel film in years. I think that's just a little bit popularist. It's just re- recency bias. They're, yeah, exactly. Um, so the question is, was Alistair right? Because if you remember, Alistair said that... John Wick 4 was his favourite film of the year. And then Guardians of the Galaxy 3 came along. Yeah, okay. cousin, cousin Alistair. Yeah. So he wasn't right, I'm afraid. Sounds really harsh. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't think he's wrong either. Oh, you weasel. No, no, it's not that. Because I can't remember if we spoke about this. It's been a long time since, you know, we, we spoke. Because, you know, I've been away. But um, I kind of realised there'd be people that would have literally grown up from the first Guardians film in the single digits, eight, nine, ten, uh, when, yeah. when we were watching you were You were saying about that, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. And when you get to the third Guardians film, going through the other ones, it's basic, It's like our, you know, it's a bit like our Return of the Jedi, isn't it? Mm. I know we were a bit younger, but... It's deny- that completion, that level of Yeah, you can't deny the impact that the Marvel films have had on the cinematic audience. I think anyone who does it is just sniffy and wanky. If that's what they want to do hello to Martin Scorsese, then that's fine. That's up to you. But it's... If you're listening, Martin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, that, you know, if that's what you want, that's your opinion, yeah, fine. But that's why they make kids' films. That's why they make adult films. That's why there's films that kind of cross that gap. This is one that crosses that gap and actually does well. 
It's why Star Wars is still so popular because it was a kids' film and it was an adult film and it bridged that gap. So we're the fans who are dragged into it because they were good. These were good. The first Marvel film was good. It's just the fact that there was only three Star Wars films. But if you took the ex- extra content of Star Wars, Caravan of Courage. Oh, Caravan yeah. of Courage. Yeah, but it's not good, is it? No, but it's adorable. I know, but it's not good. I know. The Star Wars holiday specials. Adorable. The Ewoks cartoon was okay. but do you I know, love that. No, exactly, yeah. but that's what I mean. Hit and miss. I, I can see why he'd say that. So it's a generational thing, potentially. Yeah. But if any, you know, I'd be interested to hear what other people's opinions are on that. If you've grown up with the Guardians films or any other films you've grown up, give us a shout. How uh, would people do that, our kid? They would get us on the socials at Just So Jables on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They can email hello at justsojables.com, website justsojables.com. And obviously, they can follow us on all of their podcast channels. Speaking of the socials, I'm going to jump in with my what you're on about. Okay. If that's okay. You may. Because I had, or we had a message through Instagram Mm -hmm. from a listener called Johnny, who is into the retro reels. He's going to see some of the retro reels. Mm -hmm. So Johnny has asked, for the next retro reels at the Corn Exchange, can Back to the Future be considered? See, I think we, did we speak about this? We did. I'm going to come on to that. I've replied to Johnny and said... For the next one, it's probably going to be Jaws because that's in July and we want the summer scare. But we do have the next slot after that being the 7th of October. And we haven't really earmarked anything yet, have we? We've had a couple of people now. Yeah, we have. Back to the Future. So... (laughs) Just seen your (laughs) T-shirt. Good, you did that on purpose. No, I didn't. Didn't I was like getting a reveal. <laughs> yeah. I'll put this is a visual, obviously. I will put it on the socials. But what what have we got on your t-shirt, Jables? Yep no. Yep no. Yep no. We're a little wicked. So yeah, moving moving back to what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, we've had a couple of people mention Back to the Future now. Yeah. I think that would be a good call. I think uh, we're gonna have to do it. Cool. But... That's agreed then. That's minute. Agree, agree to agree, yes. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway. So what, while we're on the subject of Back to the Future, I saw a DeLorean at the weekend. Oh, did you? Car show. Actually, I'm back holiday Monday. Car show at Constantin was there? Or? Nova in the Midlands. Oh, okay. And the guy who owned it, you know, at these car shows, the people sit yeah. around, the owners sit around either in the car, which is always slightly awkward, mm. or next to it on, with a little picnic on a going chair. on on yeah. the deck chair. Honestly, the guy, I don't know if it was deliberate or not, but he was like starting to look like the doc. Oh, really? Yeah. Excellent. Slightly wacky clothes. The hair was starting to go a bit weird. Did he have a lab coat on then? He didn't have a lab coat. Right, just checking. Did he have a dog? Uh, not that I saw, uh-huh. but it was more like the doc going to a party in the 90s, maybe, something like that. Mm. Okay. Mm. Excellent. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know if it's a cause and effect, whether if you buy one, then you start turning into that. Probably. Or whether because you want to be him, you buy a DeLorean. Yeah. Is that why you buy muscle cars for, like, to look like Jason Statham? That's right, James. Yeah. If he had a year when he was studying philosophy, he'd yeah. buy a Saab and just potter about in it. Maybe. Probably, probably. It could probably happen. Would. So is that your, that's what you were on about? That's me, that's my on about. Ben, what the hell are you on about? What the hell am I on about? It's a very good question. What the hell did I watch yesterday? Oh. A film on one of the streaming platforms. Disney Plus. Disney Plus called The Love Punch. Right. Right. Tell all. Well, this wasn't my choice. It was just kind is of. Is it ever your choice, it's Ben? Never, it's never my choice, <laughs> let's be fair. Not since Red Planet, really. So we ran at your folks' house, watching a film in the evening. Initially, it sounds fine, because its premise is... Well, I'll tell you who's in it. Emma Thompson and Pierce Brosnan are estranged husband and wife. Okay. But they still live close together and they've got a daughter who's off to university and stuff. Is it like in London, Chelsea somewhere or...? 
Battersea, maybe. More it's suburban, suppose, isn't it? Yeah, generic suburban. Okay. Yeah. And they've got wacky neighbours in the form of Timothy Spall and Celia Emery. And Pierce Brosnan pops off to work one day. He's like, I'm pretty much close to retirement, so I'm just going to potter in, make sure the company I work for, that all the acquisition and the mergers have taken place and mm-hmm. everything's fine. And he gets there to find that they've been screwed over and everyone's pension's gone. Okay. So then it turns into a weird sort of heist film where they come up together, him and Emma Thompson come up with the idea to go to the headquarters in Paris of the company that did the kind of asset stripping or whatever and confront and get the money. And it all just, just becomes ridiculous. So they end up then, it turns into like a diamond theft for some oh, reason. Really? And then they, they're out there and they're, they're struggling to get things done. So they call in Timothy Spall and Celia Imry to just pop over to France and help them with some illegal stuff. Right. So Timothy Spall actually was the only saving grace to me in this film. I thought he was quite good. The rest of it was, I know I'm, I'm by myself here, absolute tosh. It was just poorly made. The acting was wooden. The script was rubbish. When was it made? I think it was about 10 years ago. Oh, really? Was it in the cinema, cinema release or anything? Or? I think so, yeah. I vaguely remember. See, I didn't hate it as much as okay. Ben. And we watched it because it was my mum's choice and she'd seen it before and actually really enjoyed it. And I think it was made more for someone like my mum. It was things about how really the older generation can get one over on younger uh, people. I didn't think the acting was that bad. I liked the premise, but I think Ben's right. The script was a bit of a letdown because the idea of some oldies doing a bit of a heist, I quite like that That's idea. Fine. I think it's kind it's of fun. Fine. It's just a bit silly. There's a bit where they're sneaking onto this island doing all kind of spy stuff. And then Celia Emery just gets out some sandwiches. Does anyone want the sandwich? And it's like, I can see how that might have sounded funny when you were talking about it. But in reality, it didn't quite work. But I enjoyed it more than Ben. Yes. Honestly, it sounds awful. Would avoid. Please avoid. Anyway, that's that's me. Jables, what are you on about this week? Well, I don't know if I told you, but I've been away, obviously, to uh, the Big Smoke. Well, Boston. Jaws Town. Yeah, Yeah. went to Martha's Vineyard. I'm not going on about that, though, because, you know. I wouldn't do that kind of thing. But uh, didn't really watch much on the plane, actually. I fell asleep watching Contact. And randomly, the person one seat in front of me and to the left started watching Contact about half an hour after me. Oh. Which, when you've got, like, all those films to pick, I think it's a good... Because it, I've seen it before, it's an easy film to fall asleep watching. I love it. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, but I did watch The Moon Age Daydream. Do you know the oh, yeah. David Bowie thing? Which was quite good. It's, it's all him talking. It's not, like, voiceover and talking to someone else. So, yeah. But anyway... Uh, that's not what I was going to go on about. I watched the series that was on... I'm not sure if it came out on Apple TV first or not, but it's on Sky called Poker Face, which stars Natasha Leone, is it? I think it's Leon. Leon? Who was in uh, Russian Doll, which was a Netflix series, which has had two series now. It was created by Ryan Johnson of... Uh, Last Jedi fame. Yeah, but other good films as well. Yeah, Knives Out. Yeah. It's got Benjamin Bratt in it as well. Oh, I like Benjamin Bratt. You uh, don't see him much, do you? No, there's ten episodes. Other stars and people that you know, not not of the super famous, but well known, hmm. who pop in different episodes. It's got Ron Perlman in it. It's got uh, Nick Nolte is in one of them. I presume Nick Nolte would have been cancelled by now, but I think he's just a bit. He's gone too far over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think he's past that now. But yeah. yeah, so some good cameos. Basically, her character. She's someone who has the ability to. Determine when someone is lying is the, the hook of the, the show. But it's not like 
every time everyone says something, it's like she doesn't like Twitch or anything. It's not <laughs> apart from I say that mm-hmm. in one episode. It's not really a spoiler, but she's working in a barber shop. And basically everyone's just bullshitting all day and it's happening so much that everything she hears is she just starts developing a twitch, which is quite funny. <laughs> yeah. But she can work out when people are lying. There's something that happens to her in her job. Her old boss knew about it and kept her employed because she was going around gambling and making money off it. He found out and then all the, all the other casinos found out, so stopped her. But he employed her to kind of like give her a break and, you know, she was just living a normal life. Something happens in that casino so she has to go on the run. She has to go on the run from the employer. And it basically turns into, there's like a murder. It's a bit of a whodunit. The nearest I've put it to is Columbo, weirdly. Because, you know, at the start of a Columbo, you don't see Columbo for the first 15, 20 minutes mm. because it's the background, it's the murder, it's the setup, and that's side of the story. Each time it happens, it starts with that lead up. Sometimes it's quite short. Sometimes it's a bit longer. It's a setup of what's happening, like a mystery that's happening. Either something's going, someone's going missing, or you know, someone dies. Some something happens, a crime happens. Uh, but it turns out because she's on the run, she's somewhere in the middle of this story already. It kind of cuts to like a couple of days beforehand, and she might be, like I said, she was working for the barber shop where someone had come in and something happened. That kind of thing. Mm. And then it becomes, then it becomes like a Columbo kind of. She just works out because she's a nice person, but she's still like a bit of a walk the earth troubled soul. Crossed with, what was it, the Incredible Hulk, I think I said, and mm. the Littlest Hobo. So she's literally moving from job to job because she's staying on the run, trying to keep out of the way of stuff. So every week's a different kind of, like, story. It's a different location. It's a different mm. town. And it kind of works like that. It's quite nice. I, I enjoyed it. It's quite funny. It doesn't always take itself that seriously either, which is quite good. Because mm. I think Russian Doll's good, but it tries to be a little bit too arty at times. Yeah, I've never seen the second series, but yeah. I loved the first yeah. series of Russian Doll. But I know what you mean. Yeah. It was a little insistent upon itself Yeah, at times. a little bit. Whereas yeah. this borders on it, there are some stories that are a little bit ridiculous and a bit far-fetched, and you go, that wouldn't happen. But mm. if you can get... If you're over that and just want to sit down, watch ten episodes... Bit of fun, bit of thing. I'd, I'd recommend it. I like her as well. She always, I do too. And she, I've not seen her in that much other stuff, really. Maybe mm. I should. But she was in an episode of Nora from Queens that was quite good. She's quite, yeah. a, I don't know if she's a similar character to that as she plays in Russian Probably, Doll, but she's, yeah. she's like a bit like that kind of character still as well. It's just her. It's like, it's all kind of on the cuff, off the cuff kind yeah. of thing. So, yeah. We might have to watch it on DVD because if it's on Apple and Sky, it's probably not going to get anywhere near our no, probably portals, not. is it? So we might have to keep an eye out at HMV. Yeah. Mm. What was that yeah. called again, sorry? Poker Face. Poker Face. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> no. So, yeah, that's what I'm on about. We better go on to uh, what we're all on about this week. Yeah, well, we've been Which avoiding is... it long enough, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we have, really. Fast X, Fast 10. I will say now, we're not doing a whole deep dive into the previous... Because we've done quite a thorough one on that last time yeah. we watched. Ben, why don't you tell us what we have to look forward to? Here we go. Fast X, the latest and possibly the greatest instalment of the Fast franchise. So allegedly, the end of the road begins. We're just beginning the end of the road. That could do it. That could be a long road. What have we got? So this is directed by Louis Leterrier, who is a French director who you might know from, apparently did the second of the Transporter films, uh, Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. We like the Transporter films. Second one, not as strong as the first, but it's a good sign, I would say. Also, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. I love that. And Clash of the Titans. 
a couple of other things. So yeah. reasonable track record, I would say. So obviously this is an extension of the car-based capers <laughs> franchise. I mean, if you don't know about Loosely. this, where have you been? Yeah. Vin Diesel, obviously, a.k.a. Mark Sinclair, as Dom Toretto, head of the family. Sorry, <clears throat> I'll do this again. Head of the family. <laughs> Star-studded, I guess, ensemble cast, Michelle Rodriguez, I won't name them all, Tyrese Gibson, Christopher Ludacris Bridges, John Cena, Jason Momoa is in this one. I think he looks like the baddie. Jason Statham, obviously. Brie Lawson, Charlize Theron, Helen Mirren, blah, 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 etc. Everyone you've seen in the trailer so far. Yeah. Yeah. Give you a couple of facts about it. Budget, $340 million. Can you imagine? That's probably just on the acting. So far, box, box office over half a billion dollars. So yeah. it's in, it's in it's the black. It's going to be a billion It's going to be film. massive, yeah. yeah. It's 141 minutes long. Wow, yeah. that's nearly two and a half hours now. Two hours, 21 minutes in, yeah. in normal money. This film features the first use of EVs in the franchise okay. in the form of the Dodge Charger Daytona and the new DeLorean Alpha 5 bringing it back to Back to the Future there is a new DeLorean on the horizon yeah. Yeah. we're talking well, about that it was just a concept car I thought they yeah. hadn't made it yet well who well, knows it could be a concept yeah, car couldn't it yeah so that's all your facts but just to sort of put your minds at rest a little bit because I don't know if we're all looking forward to this film describing his style for the film Leterrier said I'm a more practical director and I brought the franchise back to earth in this case, as we know, literally, because they did go yeah, into space yeah. in, the last ep- in the last episode, favouring practical stunts over computer-generated ones. So that's a tick for me. Okay. It's a positive. Right. Right. So there we are. Fast, You've seen the trailer. Sticks. You've seen the trailer, though. Seen the trailer. Okay. Half of that wasn't practical, I think. No. But I think, wasn't. yeah, maybe putting more practical elements on it rather than tying it into CGI. Mm. So where do you want to be on this? I'll, I'll be perfectly honest... So, if you remember, the last film gave me kind of a bit of an existential crisis. It did, it was weird, I remember, yeah. yeah. It you spent most of it going, I just, I don't know. Was it a dream? Were they in limbo? <laughs> was it, was it was real? Was it the Matrix? Was it the Matrix? I think it was yeah. the Matrix, that's what I was saying. Mm. So, that's what it seemed like. I'd have been quite happy if that had been the last one I saw. So, I'm really not enthusiastic about this one. Mm. Just because they, you know, they change the rules all the time. There's people who are baddies and become goodies. There's people who are dead and they bring back to life. I kind of like watching this going, you know, whose brother, sister, half-cousin is Jason Momoa going to be? Whose dead son, husband? Do you know what I mean? And I'm kind of like, I'd almost prefer it if it was a, a soft reboot of such... Take it to the end, finish it off. Is Paul Walker's character still alive? I think it? so. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work, but I, you know, I don't know how I feel about that because there's there's a point of homage and there's a point of keeping something going for the sake of it, and I think it's a really fine line. I think it's good. It was good how it was done previously. Actually, it was quite. There was seemed like a lot of want and that to happen from the family, and you know, the family were involved in it in bits and pieces, but. To keep it going now, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know how that's going to work. If you remember watching the last film, we didn't have a lot of point of references from it, just a few, uh, before we watched the trailer. And basically, in the trailer, you had literal sequences that were popping up in the last 10 minutes of it, which were the final action scenes Mm -hmm. and bits that were happening. I worry that that's what this is going to be like. And if it is going to be like that, then I don't know where I'm going to find any interest in it. Because I don't need to see cars swinging on things and acting like pendulums. No. And I think the most interesting thing for me from the trailer is hoping that there's been a brain swap between Charlie's Theron and Michelle Rodriguez. Like a face-off. Like a fa- if they've done a face-off, that would be great. Yeah. But probably not. 
or she's had to bring her back to life or help. Mm. They're on some kind of medical procedure or something. Oh, yeah, one of them that, to keep yeah. her alive. So, you know, I don't know if it's going to be, oh, we have oh. to transplant your liver so she's taken on part of her personality or something stupid that would, that would be like hilarious. that. Do you know what I mean? But there's a point, though, where I might go, I don't know this, and I'm, I'm pretty down on it going into it. There might be a point where I go, this is so fanciful and ridiculous that I quite like it. But that's only going to be if it's interesting and well mm. done. If it's just more of the same, I'm just, I, I know I'm going to switch off that there's a, quite a high possibility of a dose at some point. You know, that's me. Yeah. How about you? I'm, I'm kind of in the same place. I think I am interested in seeing who Jason Momoa is going to be and what he brings. I think if it's done well, he could make a good over-the-top pantomime-style villain. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that if he does pull that off, it could lift the film out of being just a bit of a dull, explosive thing. Yeah. That, I mean, I don't think I'm really the target audience anyway because I'm not a teenage boy. No. But I like Jason Statham, so I think the scenes that he's in will be lifted. Yeah. I like John Cena, actually. I like yeah. Helen Mirren. So the people that I like in it, I do really like. Everyone else I'm just relatively indifferent to, Yeah. I think. And I'm not someone who loves the family. I bet there's some people who feel a bit like they're their tribe and they're their yeah. people. Uh, you know, like probably the same with Guardians. There's like people say, who yeah. feel like they're part of that little team, yeah. don't yeah. they? I don't feel that. I feel very much like an outside observer yeah, yeah, of these too. kinds of films. So I think I'll be entertained. Okay. I think I will. I, I, I just have a feeling I'm going to come out a bit like you said, saying, you know what, brain out. It, it, was, yeah. it was fun. I haven't wasted my time. I've enjoyed it. That's what I can hope. That's what I hope yeah. for, I think. Ben? Uh, what do I think? I think because of what I said that I found out about the director, I'm feeling much more positive about this film now than I was, let's say, this morning before I did a bit of research and rewatched the trailer. Yeah. Like you say, I think the, the stuff in the trailer is. I don't like stunts that don't make sense. Mm. I've never liked it. Outrageous stunts just bore me, yeah. slash, irritate me. And there was quite a bit of that in the trailer. Yeah. Maybe they squashed it all into the trailer and the rest of the film would be fine. And there'll be some reasonable stunts and bits and pieces going on. Interesting what you said, Javels. Like, I hadn't really thought about what Momoa's character is going to be because I don't think as deeply about the films as you do. Like, no. who is he going to be connected to? Yeah. Like, for me, watching the trailer, I'm just like, oh, it's just a baddie. But now you've said, oh, there's going to be a backstory because there's a whole thing in the trailer of him, like, saying, oh, Dom, you'd stole my legacy off me or something along those lines. And yeah. It's like, okay. Well, it, yeah. I mean, it looks like you're wearing expensive clothes. You've done all right for yourself. Why are you... <laughs> Why are you going to start this massive carnage? It could be on their side by the end of it as well. And it's like when we when we watch Fast Nine, I come back to this again. These films, on paper, I should enjoy them because mm. I like cars, but yeah. they're just garbage. Yeah, and it, it, it's annoying. But these cars aren't real in it. This they're not. Is the thing. That's they're the not, thing. If you do stuff that with cars that isn't real, then it takes you out of it. And exactly, it, and it's almost more annoying. It's like if they were making a film about Formula One. or something like that. If it's done well, or like yeah. the old Rush film, it's good. Yeah, Rush if it's, is good. It's good. But if it's done badly, then it looks like, oh, that looks slowed down, that wasn't right. It's not right. It doesn't look right. So you cut, it takes you out of it. It annoys, yeah. ends up kind of being a bit annoying or just like, when well, I don't really care about it. Yeah, plus there's no stakes. So if you see a car in peril and flip it over the edge of something, you know it's probably going to be fine. Yeah. It will just land on its wheels and just drive off. Mm. Probably even faster than it did before because it'll find a new gear and it'll press the pedal harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm looking forward to seeing Jason Statham 
that's just a given. But yeah, as I say, I'm feeling slightly more positive about it than I was before I did my research on the director. Well, I suppose cool. we better get a wriggle on then. I suppose we, we better, better do, do really. Yeah. Put that one in the bag, Ben. Take it to the bank. My bag's it. It's an old carrier bag. Yeah. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> what was that supposed to be? We're back, having just watched... First X. Sorry? What? what? First X. <laughs> okay. Before uh, our kid gives us a wonderful synopsis, I'll just preface a couple of things mm -hmm. that I'll say up top. I can't speak for everyone here. I think it kind of showed earlier, I'm not a massive fan of the franchise. So I think if you are, you probably shouldn't listen to the review because we may spoil little bits accidentally, because we don't necessarily know what we should or shouldn't be spoiling. Mm -hmm. But we'll try not to give anything that we think is obvious away. If we're way off, if you come back to us after you've watched the film, or if you want to listen anyway, if we're way off, then you let us know, and you can contact us on the socials. And I don't want us to sound highbrow or like critics, but we might end up just sounding a bit... Well, I might sound like a bit of an arse when I'm watching this. So I'll be, I'm actually interested to see... What a genuine fan, not just someone who's being a fanboy or an idiot, a genuinely interest to see what people think of this film if you're a fan of the franchise. With that said, our kid, tell us all about Fast X. Okay, so we kick off 10 years in the past. Dom and Brian are pulling off a safe heist in South America by actually pulling a safe down a street in two cars. It could be in an earlier film. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. Mm, I think okay. it is, yeah. Anyway, that can happen. And they, <laughs> they end up killing a bad boss dude called Reyes. So then we jump forward 10 years to now, and Reyes's son Dante is out for revenge. But he doesn't want Dom to die. He wants Dom to suffer. But not just Dom. No, he wants everyone Dom has ever met in his entire life, <laughs> including me, Jables, and producer Ben, to suffer. So what follows is a set of international scenes as various family members and allies around the globe are made to suffer. But do they suffer enough? Jables, it's over to you. It's over to me. Fast five it was. Was when, it? Yeah. Okay. When you saw that happen first time around. Mm -hmm. I can't remember and don't know the film well enough to know if you, I'm guessing you didn't see uh, Jason Momoa in any of those parts, or if it was even indicated that he was anywhere. Or someone was, a son was, but I'm guessing not, and this has all been retro. I think so, yeah. Fitted. Um, things I liked. Okay, so that's that. And, uh, <laughs> no, got a no, sound. It's not, okay, it's not quite that bad. In another world, I would have quite liked the setup. The setup itself actually wasn't the worst. Yeah, it's kind of been done before in other things, but you know revenge for someone getting back and then kind of like all-encompassing execution mm. not so good i don't really know where to start so a couple of couple of things the story set up a heist gone wrong and they're kind of accused of blowing up half of rome let's say mm -hmm. you know where the news specifically says zero casualties i wanted to go off How, <laughs> because <yeah. laughs> They nope. could not have been. No. They were literally 10 police cars that exploded behind him when he just managed to nitro yeah. away or whatever. You know, it's like there's no way there could have been zero fatalities, but, you know, fine, whatever. Without giving too much of the plot away, if that's, if that's the thing, 
as you say, Jason Momoa is trying to take revenge and he's trying to take revenge on all of them. So he's basically trying to get at everyone. Mm -hmm. He's trying to get at all the family, his son, his wife, are they married? I don't know. Um, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think they are. Oh, yeah, because it showed yeah. a wedding picture, didn't it? Yeah. Um, just, just in case you weren't sure. Yeah. In, in case you weren't sure. Yeah, just trying to get at everyone and look at how bad the situation is. But what kept happening through the film, and there was action sequence, two people talking uh, deeper meaningfully about something, action sequence, which was either a big action set piece or it was one or two or three people of their group that were all absolute kick-ass, because no one was rubbish at anything. They yeah. could all do martial arts. Mm -hmm. It's a bit like, I don't know, like a like the Marvel films where, you know, everyone, even the people that have just got superpowers can all do martial arts for some reason. Yeah. And then you go to set piece, deep and meaningful conversation between two people, family. Uh, I counted, uh, I stopped counting after 15 families. Right. Yeah. yeah. Helen Mirren popping up in Rome, family. You know, there was lots of bits that just felt like, right, we need to include this person. Like I said, it's the beginning of the end of the road or whatever mm -hmm. the, the kind of tagline is. Literally things just shoehorned in badly that doesn't make sense. They could pay a lot more tribute, have a lot more pathos with less words and less coincidental, aimless chats with a punch-up afterwards. <sighs> So What's still that? not still not a fan then. I think I'm still not say. a fan. I've I've got more, Ben. Hey Ben, you mentioned about the um the practical effects. Why don't you tell us about the practical effects that were used in the film, Ben? Well, I'm pleased to say that I'm vindicated. So the the the, the information I was giving you before we went off to the cinema about the director grounding the film and bringing it back down to earth worked really well. Oh, to a T. Uh, not. Yeah, that ball rolling. <laughs> Ball, I say, what? bouncing bomb rolling through. It just looked for How, Rome. Also, is, is, is Rome known to be like ridiculously hilly? I mean, it's probably a bit hilly. Yeah, but that it's ball the seven was rolling. Hills, mm. isn't it? Yeah. I know, but it was literally rolling for 20 minutes. Yeah. It's like it at was. some point it's going to reach a flat bit and stop. No? This covers a lot of my things. And, and I was thinking this as I was going along and lots of things, and you can probably add to it. I wrote down, that's not how. Blank works. Because, <laughs> so then I was like, what, physics? that's not how physics works. Yeah. I've got, that's not how computers work. Yeah. That's not how cars work. That's not how currency works. Yeah. That's, that was another one. Yeah. And that's not how the world works. Yeah. Yeah. It's also not how plans work. Yeah. Yeah. What, so, was, the, what was the currency one? I'm intrigued. Oh, don't, don't you remember how they just emptied all their bank accounts? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because. And it just kept going down and, and down all the numbers on the screen. Going, all like, the numbers going down, kind of one at a time and across. And it's because they said something about, and they kind of justified it, a bit like they did with the quantum computer chip. And if you notice, a lot of times they just added things that was, oh, well, oh, they've hacked into the blockchain and so and so and so. It's like, no, that's not how it works. No. You yeah. can't. You can't just do that. If they'd have said we had to, you know, they're moving the money from place to place and we're trying to track it down, that would make sense. And I know that's a picky thing, but it's just like have some grounding in reality. It's annoying. I hate that kind of stuff. It, it was written like fan fiction, and I think fan fiction would be better. Oh, there was the truck flip. I didn't really get what was that happening there. That didn't make sense. It no. didn't make sense. No. So, you know, we joked about the Matrix thing last time. Yeah. 
and you know that was it was obviously jokey, but it was also like it could I I that's where it could have fitted in the last film. I don't even know where this one fits in. We were talking what were we saying on the way out that it's like someone's coma dream. Yeah. Yeah. It might be Brian's coma dream. Brian's co- coma dream, and this is what he's actually thinking, and it's all going to get tied together in the next one. Because of how little it makes sense, there are, there's zero consequence to anything that happens. I know we've said about that before. Mm. I don't get how people can jump out of, like, you know, you, they literally, get out, it's going to explode, open the door, dive out, and it's just like, two rolls, stand up. Run it's up. like, yeah. that's... <laughs> It's not how bodies yeah. work. That's not how bodies work. It's not how bodies it's work. It's not. There was one, and it was in the trailer. I like the motorbike thing because I've seen people do that on motorbikes where they jump. But what was really funny about that? Mm. It was so underwhelming compared to the rest of the fake stuff. That's the thing, isn't it? That it's like, yeah. well, what's the point in having that in there? Because you kind of go, oh, look, we 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 done this practically, and you want to go, oh, it's literally the only believable stunt in yeah, the well entire done. film. I was like, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't get it. Um, I liked some of Jason Momoa's offbeat sort of character stuff. It didn't all land. There's a weird weekend at Bernie's bit. Yeah, I quite like that. I liked I, it. Yeah, did you? I, it didn't. I did. But it didn't make sense. I think so. it, it, it just didn't have to make sense to me. I actually turned to Ben at one point and said, this is my favourite scene in the whole film mm. so far. Because it was just so weird and random. And what I felt with his character was that... The energy was right, but the script wasn't good enough. The things he said didn't add up with the energy that he brought oh, no, to no. it. So I think that he seemed slightly wasted. I didn't know whether he, he'd always been like that or if he had become unhinged as a result of what happened 10 years ago. There was, you'd have so no know. idea if that well, was the case Well, he did say, I died for two minutes, didn't he? Yeah, In that's that true. So, yeah, the other thing I liked was, I guess, was... Uh, Jason Statham and the punch bag. That was kind of, you know, and it was quite interesting. When Jason Statham came on, even though he's in it for such a short amount of time and has such little presence in it, it kind of almost had a little bit of weight to it. Yeah. Just in those little moments. He did ground it. It was a a relief when he was there. I was so pleased with that scene because I was... Going into it, I thinking, well, Jason Statham's going to be in it, but I don't think he's going to be in it much. But obviously they're going to have to go to him for help at some point. Yeah. And I hope he's just got a little setup in a little lair somewhere tucked away in a warehouse. Mm. And when they get there, he's just working out the boxing with the heavy bag. And he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was all Perfect. There. So going through sort of, well, not necessarily going through characters and stuff. I don't quite get that uh, Tyrese is an idiot kind of thing. Oh, no. It's sort God. of played and it's just, it's boring. It's dull. Is that what they were like in No, it's No, they yeah, bit... it was. It, yeah, yeah they, he's just become more and more of an idiot. And it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work for me. It's not funny. No, that you know. whole little group just weren't. It d- didn't work. When Pete Davidson pops up in the, um, in the shop. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, yeah. I don't, Can we, he's I don't know who right. that is. Yeah. Yeah, he and, wasn't very funny. And I didn't know he was very no. funny. And I, I quite like him. He's quite good. Didn't make sense. I didn't at any point feel any kind of excitement. In some of the earlier Fast and Furious films, even though I know they're stupid, I have actually found bits exciting. Yeah. Even I, in the last film. Yeah, absolutely. You know, something, dumb. Something called tension. But, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that kind of thing. And there's a bit of a frame-up 
at one point that should have made me feel a terrible sense of injustice. When they're accused of being terrorists and stuff, I should have been like, oh, that's outrageous. That's, yeah. but, but no, I was no just like, who cares? They didn't even seem bothered. No. no that just no. was glossed over, wasn't it? It was. It's like, oh, well, that's Rome done then. We better run off. We better move on to the next yeah. location. <laughs> yeah. Some of the fighting. I mean, okay, I like, I like John Cena. Like I was saying about Jason Momoa, he wasn't served by the script. He got no. really terrible luck. Because John Cena's a really funny guy. Mm. He's got naturally really good comic timing. But he's also a big guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you kind of, if you see him fighting, it's quite exciting because mm. he's massive. And you saw him fighting off all these big agent guys. And it's quite cool. I quite like yeah. that. But then there's Dom's sister, who's yeah. eight stone of nothing, doing, doing the exactly thing. the same thing. Just to, I had a point on that. If you elbow someone in the face, but that person's wearing a ballistic helmet or ballistic armor <laughs> yeah. or something like that, yeah. they're not going to go it's flying back up. What's going to happen? Difference. It's probably going to break your elbow. Yeah, at least yeah. give you a big bruise or yeah. you get an ouchie on your funny bone <laughs> kind of thing. Which really hurts. It's like, yeah. that's, you know, that's not how fights work. And Brie Larson, I mean, she must weigh about six stone if she weighs yeah. anything. She was kicking the crap out of some pair of guys. And then wielding a gun, it was like watching my mum wield a gun. It was, yeah. it was just a bit like, what? Why aren't they getting, you know, another Michelle Rodriguez to kick the <laughs> out of someone? That yeah. I believe. Yeah. But Brie Larson, no. I love that eye in the sky thing. Was it? Was it? Does they call it the eye in the sky? Yeah. The, no, it's like the golden god, eye. The god, the god, god eye. God eye or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's the most super secret thing that she stole from the the people who. For some reason, they're in a Bond lair. Yeah, I know. Which What's, I didn't understand. No. It's like it's like a set from a completely different film. It'll be funny. Like, You've got what? the MI5 building in London. So that, that's yeah. It looks kind of like funky, but that was just like some kind of like hidden underground with yeah. doors made of things that are kind of. It's like no. That went know. a bit sci-fi. It's, it's like why are the doors made of yeah. rocks that have been yeah. carved but, into teeth? Exactly. But the god eye thing. So she she just walks out of the building with it, which is dumb. And then it's the most super secret, powerful weapon that can track anyone, blah, blah, blah. And it, it's on a like a flip device with yeah, no I security or anything. Yeah. He just it on the phone. Yeah, he's like, yoink. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See you all now. Yeah, but yeah, there was nothing in there at all. And, you know, sadly, there wasn't one moment where I went, ooh, yeah. or anything. It just kind of, it was just a, a visual thing. It, I felt nothing. So the race, where they all meet up and have a race. Well, they have yeah. to do that, obviously. I thought they were done with that. I don't oh, think you? they did it in the last one, did they? Not like that. That was so, uh, that felt like, it, it just felt like Michael Bay looking at Megan Fox's ass again. Yeah. In last time, didn't they, weren't they in Cuba? The, yeah, there was. There was something. Was that Fast 9 where he's driving backwards with the car on fire or yeah, something? Yeah, that's right. They do, so that's they kind do definitely of, have a race. But, I yeah. think they have to throw one in each time. It was, it was, it was just like the setup to it and the bit, uh, it just felt just so kind of like dumb and out of place. And yeah, I think that's another one of those things where it's like, oh, we, we need to have that. It's like, you don't need to have that to me. You don't, you don't have to have everything to make it good. In fact, keep it tight and things will be better. Yeah. The, the race was pointless because yeah. well, it didn't have any consequence. No, it just, they, like you said, they just shoehorned it in. And the, the race, that style of race thing that props up in these films just makes my skin crawl. It's, yeah. Because it's just like, I mean, it, obviously we know who the target for that scene is. It's 
teenage boys, isn't yeah, it? Basically, yeah. And it suddenly makes you realise that the entire franchise is aimed at that, and you're just like, well, "What am I doing, wasting my time watching yeah. this?" Because a real car meet in the real world, what does it look like? It's a bunch of spotty kids in tracksuits and some <laughs> cars. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Loads of very beautiful people wearing not very many clothes, just like yeah. dancing in a car park. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Why yeah. are they there? What are they doing? Do they not have anything better to do? But that bit as well, I was confused. Did it just happen that the crowd was in two parts and that they were... Yeah. Was it two sides? The awkward pointing? if you're in the wrong spot. But you didn't yeah. know. How, I was like, yeah. how would yeah. if that's supposed to be the case? How did they self-organise into the right side of the car park? And I'm sorry, why there, there's no there was no reason for Dom not to kill him. At that no, there point. wasn't. There you're was, right. Or to Absolutely. stop him or do yeah. something. There was none. It was just like it was just plot. He could have just bullet in the head. Yeah. Job done. And we were saying about like zero consequences in, in stuff. There was literally the heaviest of heavy plot armour in this film. It's unbelievable. It's mm. just people protected all over. But not in a good way, because there were things that were happening that were so out of reality, like a kid flying across the thing, driving down the dam, just things that were happening that made everything else kind of pointless. So you think there's lots of cause and effect that happens at the end of the film, but you said when we came out, it's just like, unless I see it, I don't believe it's happened. You know, to the point of at the end of the film, you know, not going to spoil it, but there's a character that you see come back in at the end of the film who I literally think there is no way that that person can still be alive. We must be in clone territory. It's, it's not possible unless it's yeah. going to be another bullshit actually hammers across the other side of the street when it happened. And what that does to me is it just makes it all seem a little bit embarrassing to be honest i think there's a danger of overthinking it though isn't there we mustn't forget that it is just a a film aimed at teenage boys with things blowing up and some bottoms that's true but there's a difference between take your brain out and there's it's like if you're reading a comic book series but each time you read it's a continuation of the story but Another writer's taken over, so what they what's happened previously doesn't actually matter. We're continuing the story, but, you know, yeah, they didn't die, just so you know. Mm. And it's kind of like, we've all been in the situations, well, I say it like we're all comic book nerds, but we've read stuff and you go, oh, yeah, fine, but it's still a little bit annoying. And just <clears> how, how did they even turn up where they turned up? Who knows? At the right moment. It just, it was as if yeah. it was all choreographed yeah it felt very deterministic didn't it yeah, like it we were did. just going a to b to c but also jason momoa's he's a crazy guy right so he's a sociopath and he's a bit zany in his character and everything but he's also very well organized because everything is where it needs to be yeah. Yeah. like there's little bombs strapped to everything where right. they need to be and he's got a switch that connects to the bombs at the yeah. right minute and he's and being also... all smug about it and he's like oh i've got you exactly way despite all the last 20 minutes of carnage and chaos and complete yeah. madness that happened. All of that, I knew that was going to happen because it got you to the here. Mm. And this is why I wanted you here. And that, that like... sort of thing could have worked. <laughs> but... You know, I quite like that kind of, you thought this was chaos, but actually I structured yeah. it. But it, it just, it wasn't tied together well enough no. in the film. The execution wasn't mm. good enough and not planned out enough because if that was all part of the plan, there were things that would happened that you'd go... There's literally no way you could predict these things to have happened to got the into the position that your next part of your plan could have even existed. 
remote control trucks at either end of a dam. Yeah. How did they wing it so he like get the kid back and be on the dam at the exact point yeah, in the middle right. of the thing when stuff was exactly, happening? Exactly. Yeah. It didn't make sense. So then, how did he then know that he was gonna be able to like? Because it wasn't like he was doing these. It was like he wanted to kill him all the way through, and he was doing things to kill him, but he wasn't killing him. So he went on to do the next thing. But then it was when he got to the end, he said, well, you got through all my kind of things, but now you're actually going to die. It's like the thing that you'd done 20 minutes ago would have killed him if it had worked and he hadn't got out of it. So don't mm. give us that horse. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'd like so, to see an alternative version of this where he just does it more subtly over a period of about 20 years. So it's just really <laughs> low-level things. Like, he's a complete sociopath, but he's very, very patient. So what he does is he waits for Dom to do a big shop. Yeah. And then, he, and then he's sat in the car park of Walmart and he's, like, hacking in, going, I'm going to cancel your credit card just as you get to the checkout. <laughs> and then I'm going to let your tyres down just when you're late for work and stuff like that. Yeah. That would that'd be fun. quite funny. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Ames. Ames. So Alan Richardson's character. Reacher. Reacher. Yeah, what do we think of him, a new addition? Um, quite liked him, actually. Yeah. I thought he worked quite well. Again, it was a little bit... It had that, hey, I'm, I, I'm a guy, and, yeah, you don't like me, but then you end up liking me, and, look, I'm super hard as well. Here, I'm, I've just been put in this situation where I have to fight some people off, and, like, with no consequence... Not no consequence, just... Kind of pointless. It's like, hey, check it out. He's surrounded, and then he gets out of the fight, and then he walks away. It's like we know, we can, we can tell, we we get the the assignment, mm -hmm. yeah, kind of thing. But what did you think? Yeah, I liked him. I thought he was cool, and I think he had quite a an arc, really, didn't he? Various different yeah. things happened yeah. with his character, and I actually thought that that was handled quite well, better than it probably could have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Some funny little bits as well. Yeah, I feel like there's too many things that you can call out in terms of like individual little things. There's so much like little bits you go, oh, well, that isn't right. It seemed like Jason Momoa was changing gear in an auto car at the start yeah. when he was coasting down the bridge. I was like, wait, why are you done that? Mm. Keep, keep, keep your foot down. Little, loads of little things that I was like that. But I guess that's those parts where you go, where that that is the point where you go, I need to stop looking at that. And I did stop looking at that quite early on but I don't think it's good enough to say just take your brain out because those I'm, I'm trying to think of an example of a film where you where you take your brain out maybe something like a Transformers film but they've still got a structure to it yeah completely implausible and yeah I'm not saying they're all good there's some absolute mm. bombs and messes in that or like but, the Expendables or some, yeah, something like yeah. that like a, yeah an action, like just yeah. a straight action film but it's also like it but it, it is also trying to be clever with things but it's not clever mm. so i think there's just too much going on it just kept going off to different scenes and there was the thing with dom and then there was the thing with is it letty michelle mm. rodriguez's yeah. character yeah. and what she's doing with and then cypher. with cypher and then there's the little bat they were just a little band of idiots weren't they like tyrese yeah. and yeah and I just, I, I wish that they had just been sacrificed you, or something just to give it some actual value. And uh, then John Cena was off doing yeah. stuff with, oh, you know, yeah. it was and, just like too many directions. Yeah. And the bit with the, you know, when, when he's in, John Cena's in the plane with the kid 
And then, oh God. and then they go down into the hole. Yeah. And then he's like, this thing that, that I had on the roof rack of my car the whole time, I've managed to somehow stow it in the perfect place in the commercial airliner. Yeah. Which also has bomb doors. Bomb door, uh, Bombay doors, yeah, yeah. Like, do, do, do you not think that... Oh, yeah, you can take anything on a plane, by the way. Yeah. It's like, what did he say? Oh, it's a canoe. Oh, all right then. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what about all this? Yeah, I suppose yeah. they're saying they got the fuel out of the um, three mini bottles yeah. of vodka. Yeah. Yeah. And then opened a door. And opened a door yeah. in a plane that probably would have <laughs> almost certainly torn the doors off and probably crashed at that mm. kind of height. But yeah, that I forgot about that. And that's the thing. I think there's a lot, even if I'm not going to watch this back, but I think if I ever watched it back, I'd probably be even worse. I'd be going, oh yeah, oh, that's bad. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, I think uh, there was a lot of stuff, like, and on that, there was a lot of stuff that I think happened off camera. So they have all this stuff. And I can't think of, there was an example, I, I should have written it down, I can't remember what it was. But um, it happened off camera, so they just kind of came back and said, oh, well, this has happened now. And you're like, so you, you're showing us everything, <laughs> yes. and then you don't show us that, which is an important part. And like, I wish I could remember mm. what it was, but this, it's because there's so much going on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. cut to a car falling out the back of a, Thing that lands on another car, and you know that means it's okay mm. if you land on something else. Yeah, breaks the fall. Yeah, it can. Yeah. You know, it can nearly get lifted up by two helicopters. But you know, once he puts his nitro on, it can drag the helicopters away and then jump off a thing. But then, yeah. you know, it gains weight by doing that as well. Obviously, mm. that's how you know mass works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But having said all of that, I was never bored. I thought oh, this I film was. I was expecting to be, so I'm quite surprised. I thought it was going to really drag. But for me, it. it actually didn't i wasn't amsterdam levels of board no got to but... be honest i was i was kind of following it waiting to be entertained but i just i wasn't desperate for it to end i was desperate for it to get better yeah, and, it and it just, just didn't. didn't talking about the end and not to give any spoilers away the film didn't end it just no. stopped mm. so if you're going into this thinking there's going to be a Conclusion, a con- of any so, even even of any kind of conclusion, mm. like a like an Empire Strikes Back or a, you said Deathly Hallows Part Two, where something mm. happens that part brings one. <laughs> Part One, sorry, that brings it to a to a natural point. There isn't; it literally just stops. Mm-hmm. There is no end to this film. It's practically mid-sentence. Yeah, it? rather strange, off. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think it's badly done. There is an end credit scene, which I think, or a mid credit scene, yeah. which I think was my favourite. I'm not going to spoil it, but it was my favourite part of the whole film. Yeah, even that felt nearly tedious, though. It was rescued. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Ben, yeah. favourite car moment? Uh, Unless you've got. It's, an, sorry, it's actually yeah. it's actually a tricky one. This because obviously the the whole thing is car moments, but they're all just fake, stupid, and fake. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to lean into that and say my favourite car moment, but in a kind of ironic way, is the bit when you're getting towards the end when it's like, yeah, you've taken everything off me, everything, but you forgot to take my car off me. And then it's like, punch it, and he just drives off the dam for, and also breaks the rules of physics in doing so. Yeah. And everything yeah. that is that particular car has been able to do up until this point. Yeah. It's almost like a cartoon. It just like takes off. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna have that as my favourite, okay. as in it was so bad that it almost came round to being funny. Do you know what sort of car it was? Is it a Dodge 
Challenger or something like that. I don't really know that much about American cars, no. but it's probably sacrilege. So it was a good car to do it in for an American audience. Yeah, probably. yeah, I guess probably. so. Our kid, you got more to uh, more to add? No, else I don't wanna... think so. I think we've covered that everything that. Give us your rating then, our kid. My rating, I'm going to give it Hobson Shaw without Hobson Shaw <laughs> out of Fast and Furious okay. films. Okay, Ben, what's your rating? I'm going to give it, I'm going to use a car out of the film for it, and I'm going to give it the gold plated Lamborghini out of cars out of films. Okay. Absolutely pointless. Yeah. Could have been good, wasn't. Well, I'm going to give it a wish I'd watched The Little Mermaid out of films. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, there was quite a few people in to watch that tonight, yeah, wasn't there? Yeah, there were. I was like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that's quite new comparatively, okay. isn't yeah. it? So that's, I don't yeah. know that if I can do that to myself, I don't, to be honest. But I feel like it would probably be a better film. That's a shame, yeah. isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward well, to watching the critics to see what they've actually said. Yeah about this film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How wrong are we? How, How right are we? Who knows? We? Find out next week. I came out going, I just don't want to watch another one. You Ben, you were like straight away, I'll watch it. And you yeah, I'll watch yeah, it. I will watch, watch it. it, but again, it's just for completeness. Yeah, It's just to get it done. I really hope they do something weird with it, like we've said at the end, and it just is all a dream or something. Brian's coma. Someone wakes up in a car because they've had a nap and a yeah. lay-by and there's just a little... Dom Toretto bobblehead like, <laughs> like a, a truck goes by and it's like oh what the hell <laughs> Dom Toretto I like it that'd be good and on the subject of Dom Toretto I keep watching these films hoping that at some point it's going to click and I'm going to understand why people like him in that role and why he's been so popular in it and I still don't get it, it no I don't get it either because yeah. I don't even know what he says most of the time okay. no. I like him in um, <sighs> Pitch Black was it yeah it's Pitch Black isn't it yeah I quite like that film what was nice to see, here we go, moving on from that, was a new trailer in the cinema. Yes, there was. Even though I've seen that trailer before, it was nice to watch on the big screen. What was the trailer, Ben? I can't remember. Equalizer 3. He, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. And I should have remembered that because we mentioned it last week on the Batman episode. Ah, Because I saw that on YouTube. Ah, nice. Mm. What, did, what did we think? Uh, I think it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Nice continuation and mm. it, it very much kind of like indicates it's the last of the Equalizer films mm-hmm. in there. So there's a series, isn't there? The old series. No, no, from there's the a new series. There is a, is yeah, there is a new yeah, there series. Is. Who's in it? I can't Not remember. Not Denzel. No, no, it's um, a female lead. I can't remember. Right. I can't remember who it is. I kind of like that the Equalizer always prevails. I think that's one of the things. It's like, you know, Reacher, yeah. who, was, who was in the film tonight, but we won't hold it against him. What I like about Reacher is that you know that he's up against some really dangerous people, but you know that he's going to prevail. Yeah. You just know, don't you? And I can't, even though it's a bit of a safety thing, I really like that about the yeah. Equalizer films as well. I like the first two Equalizer films. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think they're, they're both quite strong in different ways. Yeah. I, like, I like that they do similar but different. Different enough to be interesting. I think the first one's more low-key, isn't it? Yeah. Because he's just working in, is it Home Depot or something? Yeah. yeah. And I like that. The second one's a bit bigger. It's a bit more international, I think, yeah. isn't it? And it harks back more to his past. Uh, yeah. But but I like yeah, this that good. it's kind of like set in Italy. looks kind of, yeah. just interesting. And I think he's really good. He's a very... Yeah. I don't know, he's just very charismatic, isn't he? He is, because he seems really nice. Like... If he, he li- does. If he lived next door, yeah, he'd you, be like, you'd oh, quite what like. a nice neighbour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right then. Ben, tell us about next week. Next week is Spider-Man Across the Multiverse, something like that. Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Yeah. Straight, straight in there. That was yeah. easy. Yeah. Is that our only choice? 
Well, unless you want the mermaid film. Nah, no, we'll we do not want the mermaid film. Looking yeah. forward to it. I'm I surprised think... you don't want the mermaid film after last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last week, Jables, we um, my what 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 was I on about was we watched the film Mermaids. Yeah. From about 1990-ish. Cher, right. Winona Ryder. Yeah, Christina Ritchie. Which is kind of coming of age type. I was about three minutes in and I was like, this doesn't have mermaids in, does it? <laughs> is that a thing you've got, Ben? It's not well, a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's I did not. point out that it sounded a little bit it creepy. Did, it does sound yeah. a little bit No, I was just thing. confused. I was like, why are there yeah. no mermaids in this? Uh, mm. I, I just remembered, I, I started watching Across the Spider-Verse uh, no, into the Spider Verse on the plane. Oh, did you? The old one, and that was on the way out, and, and I fell asleep. Like not because it was bad, just because I was just ready, ready to snooze. Missed like the second half of it, but I was mm. watching that, and I was like, "This is a good film. I like that film." Mm. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually more excited about watching this one again still. Yeah, so get a rewatching maybe. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll watch the second half before definitely. I think mm. you should as well. Yeah, I'll ben, try to. I think you should give it another go. Yeah. Ben. I know you yeah. weren't. Massive oh, fan, but I, I think you were a bit, dislike it. You were a bit sleepy and grumpy, yeah. weren't you? Yeah. So, right, uh, our kid. Speaking of sleepy and grumpy. Speaking about sleepy and grumpy, our kid. Tell us how people can get back in touch with us. People can get us on the socials at Just So Jables. They can email hello at justsojables.com. They can get on the website justsojables.com. They can find us on all the major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple. Google, I think, or whatever the Google yeah, platform's probably. called. Anyway, find yeah. us, follow us, love us. Yeah. Tell us what you think about Fastex. Yeah, oh, please if you've got do. the skills, hack into the blockchain and crack the AS yeah, encryption. Yeah. Give us some money. Because we need those passwords. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking good. Yeah. Awesome. Well, with that, see you all next week. See you next week. Boom. <laughs> Family. Family. Et cetera. <laughs> Just so jables.